This is HPR episode 2703 entitled Fog of War in the Esod-based game. It is hosted by Tuku Toroto and is about 25 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is How to implement Fog of War system in turn-based web game. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. listening to Hacker Public Radio. Today I'm going to look how to make a one one way uh, today, today I'm going to look into a one way of making a fog of war in a Yesod based web page web, page, uh, web, web game. So uh, premise is that uh, there's a I'm working on a simple web based space exploration game and big part of the space exploration game is of course Exploration. So you need to have a you need to have a something to explore. It's not fun if you immediately in the beginning of the game have a complete view of everything that is in the game. So there's a sort of a dual of the universe, two sides of the universe. That there's this part that really is, and there's then there's, then there's this part that the players see and even more every player have a slightly different view of what there is because they start from the different planets and explore the different directions and do the different kind of things so the first part the what really is is used for the running that reasonable simulation and the second part is what gives the players chance to explore. So the solution I came up for this is relatively simple. I like simple solutions. So the real situation is stored in the database. In for example there's a one table for the star systems, one table for the stars that are located in the star systems, another table for the planets, yet another table that stores the population of the planets and one table that stores the buildings that are located on the planets. So basically one 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 table per type of entity. And then there's a separate tables that map almost one to one with these ones that are sto- used to store store reports or observations. So there's a if there's a star table then there's a star uh, star report table and planet report, and population report, and building report, and so on. And all of these report tables are connected to a faction. If you remember, every player is a part of a faction. That, that is essentially just a group of players that work together and 
it's the faction who owns the planet and has the ships and so on. But every every reportable is connected to a faction. Basically, there's just a uh, foreign foreign key to the faction table, and this causes the this is because then the it's the faction that has the the view of the universe. If there's a two players that form a faction and one starts explores to one direction and another to another direction, they automatically share the all the all the things they find. They let basically all the players in the faction have the same view of the universe. Okay, and um, these reports they are also tied tied in time. There's another another column there that tells when this observation or report was done. And uh, reports are all almost always impartial, and they may maybe maybe may even be incorrect. So when, uh, for example, when a ship ship arrives to a new star system, they might initially spot very crude details like this, but okay, here's a star, and then there's uh, some amount of planets. And if they start doing scientific uh, observations in the system, they slowly start accumulating more information. They, for example, they get the luminosity of the star or stellar class, or they measure the gravity of the planet, they measure what kind of atmosphere it has. All that information slowly starts accumulating. Sometimes they might make mistakes, and then a bit later they might correct those mistakes, like, okay, I thought that this planet is, gravity is 1G, but it's actually later on realized that it's 0.98 Gs. And uh, at this point, it might be a good idea to have a look at the show notes. There's a, I have shown how the, I'm going to use a planet as an example, and I have copied there definition of the planet and planet report tables. So basically the planet has a name position in the system like from 1 to n. Uh, link to the star system where it is. It might have an owner that is a faction who, who currently has the ownership of the planet or it might not have if it's a completely unsettled planet and a gravity. And the report has the same similar information it has the but it has a link to the planet that is that the report is about. It has the owner that is the faction. It has the link to the star system where the planet is located and it has name position gravity and the the the, the information when it was when the observation was made. But if you look, you notice that the, these informations are, for example, gravity is double maybe, and position is int maybe, meaning that the, it's a, the information might or might not be present there. In the code, wherever, wherever there's a gravity regarding to the planet, it's always double. But in the planet, in the code, the planet report is 
may be double. It may be nothing, meaning that the observation hasn't been done, or it may be just double, meaning that observation has been done and there's some some number we are known known of. So there's a lot of maybe maybe fields in the reports. Okay, uh, as I said, uh, reports are cumulative, so the, they are the multiple multiple observations are done about the same entities over the time, and this and when when player is viewing the information, all this information is aggregated compared to the one single report that is shown to the player that this is the current information you know about. So the basically there's are entities, these are the planet, then there's the report, planet report, and then there's the these these are stored in the in the database and then there's the final thing, collated report that is what is shown to the players. So um going to have a closer look in the code next. There's a uh, this code uses some type classes. They are they are really common in Haskell. They are basically they define a set of operations that that can be performed to instances of that type class. For, for example, um, for example, num type class in Haskell defines that you can add and Subtract and multiply instances, and then there's a you can, and then there, then there's a defined at the, then the Haskell defines instances, int and float and such for the for that type class, meaning that you can multiply integers, you can multiply doubles, and. Um, I approached this by dividing the whole progress into pro whole process into several steps. So first, we need to get that data from the database and transform it into the form that can be processed. And the, getting the data from the database is easy because persistent library will handle handle that for me. But to Transform that data into something that something that is more more easily processable. I have a report transform type class that defines one operation from from report, and this is this is usually maps one to one between the report in the database and the collated report, but in some cases. It's possible to add some extra data. For example, for the population, the population table stores just a race ID. There can be different races like Terrans and such in the game, but the population table stores only a race ID, and the races are defined on a different different table. And in this Report transform phase that ID is used to place the name of the race into the collated report. That way, when the player gets the 
report they, they know that it's about the, they know the name of the race that is inhabiting a planet instead of just the ID. But in, in case of the planets and planet reports, it's just a one-to-one -one mapping, basically. Okay, now that we have a stack of reports about several planets, they, some of those reports might be about the same planet, and some reports might be a different different planet. This situation could be that the ship has arrived into a star system, and they have been uh, observing the system a bit, and now the scientific officer has a huge stack of, or rather huge, huge pile of reports on their table and needs to make some order on it. So I defined a class called type class called grouped that is used to indicate if two reports are about the same entity. So it it, it again defines only a one one function, same group that takes two two reports no, sorry, two collated reports. No, actually it takes two two of anything that has been defined to have an instance of that group. But it takes two of those collated reports and tells if they are about the same entity. Usually it's just a simple comparison of the primary keys. And that's exactly what we are doing in the case of the planet reports, because these are just comparing the planet ID of those those reports, if they are the same, then they are about the same planet. If they are not not the same, then they are not about the same planet. <laughs> okay, and uh, now that we have sorted those planets, uh, sorry, those reports into neat stacks, we need to uh, combine one stack into a single report. So all the information that has been collected, for example, about Venus, will be squeezed and aggregated into one report. And that is there's a pattern, or a well, pattern maybe, is, but there's an there's a easy way to combine this stack, one stack called monoid. And these are, if you, if you start programming in Haskell, monoids, are, you're going to run into them all the time. They're, they're really common. Then, uh, it's, well, it, it is a simple abstraction, mathematical abstraction, and basically there's a, it defines that there's an object, in our case a planet report, sorry, collated planet report, and a associative binary operation that is used to combine these. And then there's a empty element. And then there's a couple rules how these should work. For, for example, in case of text, which is really a list of characters, if you have A, B, and C, and you combine them, with this op operation, you get a string A, B, C all together. But if you add some parentheses, you have A plus B inside of parentheses plus C. That is equal to 
a plus b plus c inside parentheses. So the so uh, order where the things are combined matters, but like you cannot just move switch a and b around and get the same result. Of course, that's a different, but adding parentheses doesn't doesn't matter. And then there's the empty elements that a plus empty string is a and empty empty string plus a is again a. So these are these are the this is this is what forms a monoid and also every every monoid is also a semi group which is just this binary operation without a empty element. So how this how how this mathematical notion relates to the, our collated planetary boards is that if we have a stack of planet, planet if we have a stack of collated planetary boards, we can just take river uh, we can just take two of those and make a third one where all the information of the old one is superimposed with the new one. So basically we are just collecting the newest information that is available. And and then we need that uh, empty report in case we don't have anything or if we are then we have a, just a collated planet report where all the fields are nothing empty. And then I had to take a, I didn't really know what's the best way, so I ended up setting the uh, foreign keys to zeros and the dates to zero to indicate that this information isn't correct. This might not be the best way of doing that, but I couldn't figure out a way to around this. And if we define these type classes, or other instances of these type classes to our, our entities, the actual processing is just a couple of lines. But uh, I'll, I'll try to find a better explanation about the monoid and what it is about and link it into the show notes. So uh, actual processing, now that we have defined all these auxiliary functions, is that the collate report function, that this is for the single, single entity. This takes, a, this takes a list of things, and these things must have report transform type class, and it produces a single thing that has to be a result of that report transform and also form a, have a monoid instance. And the actual implementation is just mconcat map from report to report. Like four, 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 four words. And this just 
First it maps the reports from the database representation into that collated representation and then it uses mconcat to squeeze all those collated reports into a single one. And mconcat is defined by the Haskell in the, by, in the terms of the that diamond operation, that single binary op operation that we talked about a little bit later, that we defined when we were defining the monoid instance. And for the multiple reports, the situation is a slightly more complex because now we have a stack of these things and we are producing stack of these things. So we have a stack of uh, but we have stack of something that can be used in the report, report transformation and we are producing a stack of things that are a result of that report transformation form a monoid and also that first item has to be something that be that can be grouped like we can tell that others about the same entity. But that basically is just in that I define that in a two steps. It's like the special case is when you have an empty list then you the result is an empty list. That's easy. But if you have something on your list then you are first going to split them. You the the code collects that that there's a of the it picks the first item collects from the list all the items that belong to the same group. And then it collates them with that earlier function. And then it takes the next item that hasn't been processed and does the same thing. Okay. But all this happens on the server side, of course. And the data on the server isn't going to help the player much at all. They need to see the see that, so we need to send it to the client somehow. There's two ways, we can render it as a HTML page or we can send it as a JSON. And in the example I'm going through the, with the JSON. And the, first we need to define a way how to transform our report into the JSON and template Haskell offers as a shortcut. We can just use the derived JSON with default options for our collated planet report data and it will create us to from JSON and to JSON instances. Now we can now we can with a single call transform JSON into a we can we can actually transform JSON message into collated planet report and the vice versa collated planet report into JSON. And now the um, the code to actually do all this is again pretty short. There's a handler that takes a key planet. This is the primary key of the planet we are interested and returns a handler value. This is JSON in our case. First, first step is to check that the player is actually a member of a faction and 
before that the code checks that they are actually locked in and authenticated. And if this fails, they are going to get, uh, I don't remember what, what error code they are going to get. Maybe 500, maybe something else. But if, if this check passes, then we are loading the, we are using the persistent select list to load all the planet reports that are of this given planet and are made by the faction that the player is member of and we are sorting them by the report date. And then we are just calling the collate report to take this loaded data and transform into a collated planet report. That map entity one is there because the loaded planet reports the planet reports that are loaded from the database are tuples of two items. First element is the ID and the second element is the actual report. So doing the map entity wall gives us the actual reports. And then we are going to just turn that into the JSON with the two JSON call and return it. So I really like how simple it looks at, and at this level. Right. Just authenticate, load the data, turn into report, return to the player, done. And the actual report thing is not that complex. There's just quite a bit of stuff to write there. And of course you have to write that for each and every entity type in your game. That's quite a bit of time. Okay, I'm going to call this off. And I would be interested to hear if you have written something similar or, or tackled a similar problem. And what do you think about the approach in general? Okay, until next time, this is Luke, signing off. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.